0: Ephesians chapter 4 Ephesians chapter 4 Paul writes to the Ephesian church Now, one of the things that we need to understand is um, When we read the book of Ephesians um, The book of Ephesians is one of the books In fact, it is considered the best epistle that Paul wrote Um, One of the things that we need to understand is that book of Ephesians addresses the life of the believer it addresses the life of the believer it starts by talking to the believer about his identity in Christ in chapter 1 and chapter 2 in fact chapter 1 chapter 2 and chapter 3 but majorly chapter 1 and chapter 2 addresses the identity of the believer who a Christian is now that he is born again But apostle paul goes on into chapter 4 and then he begins to say something remarkable i'd like us to see it now in verse 19 or let me read from um, verse 17 he says this i say therefore and testify in the lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the gentiles walk in the futility of their mind having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their hearts, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness to walk all uncleanness with greediness. Now, I would like us to go back to verse 17. It says, This therefore I say and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind having their understanding darkened being alienated from the life of God I'll stop there now in the last episode I I began to speak about how before we got born again we were disconnected from God and then Jesus came not to reconnect but to rather regenerate us from god so now that we are born again we are regenerated so we are not aliens to god anymore so paul writing to the ephesians is saying that the rest of the gentiles who are not born again who are not like you he says they have been alienated from the life of god now that alienation is as a result of the nature of sin that they carry inside of them so, the nature of sin is what brought about the alienation of mankind from the life of God. Now, we know that aliens are beings that are not part of a particular system. Um, when we have creatures from other parts of the planets come into the earth, we refer to such creatures as aliens. Why? Because they are in a land or in a place or in an environment that they are foreign to. So, when you get to an environment that is foreign to you, or that you are foreign to, you are an alien in that environment, until you can adapt. But you see, the life of God is not something that the unbeliever can adapt to. You cannot adapt. An unbeliever cannot adapt to the life of God. If he's an alien to it, he's an alien to it. There is no adaptation to the life of God from the end of the unbeliever. He has to be regenerated from the source of life again so this is very very profound an unbeliever is an alien and that's the reason for being born again so paul now is saying to them is therefore i say and testify in the lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the gentiles they walk in the futility of their mind remember i spoke in the last episode that the salvation of the soul is a product is is um, is is uh, a journey all right and then the characters that we exhibit are a product of the information that is in our mind. Now, it is information that builds character. The kinds of things that we'll expose ourselves to are the things that shape our character. That's why it is important for us to be careful what we see, what we hear, what we put in our mouth. We should be careful how we feed our mind with information. But you see, when we were in the world, when we are unsaved, we were not born again we were connected to sin therefore what was enticing to us was the desires of sin now we had our sin nature had some desires now those desires are fueled by information now those desires are built up by information what we crave for in our mind, see our desires are in our mind, they are are connected strongly to our emotions, so all our desires are in our mind and that's why Paul wrote to the Galatians, he said, they that are Christ has crucified the flesh and its desires, now notice he said they have crucified the flesh and its desires he did not say they have deleted but he said they have crucified do you know what that means now when he said they have crucified it means they have been placed to public shame public ridicule exposed to the light of God put in a position where they can no longer have a hold speaking Jesus also the Bible says that Jesus nailed First of all, he took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. It has no hold. He said he put it there as a public sign of display, showing that it has been removed forever. Nailing it to his cross. So he's there. So this is it. The desires of the flesh have been crucified. But we have to mortify the deeds of the body through the spirit. All that we do with our body, we must mortify it. All that we learnt. Now, mortification, mortification means to put to death, to death, the actions, the emotions of sin that is in our body. So, this is what Paul is saying. Paul is saying, don't walk like other Gentiles who have been walking in the futility of their mind. Now, the wanderings of their mind, the excesses of their mind, all those things, all those characters that they learned when they were in the world. He said, now you can no longer walk like that. Now, but it's strange that Paul goes down in verse 21, verse 20 rather, he says, but you have not so learned Christ." If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus. Let me explain what this is. He said, if so be, if indeed you have heard him. Remember, in Matthew chapter 11, Jesus said, come, learn of me. Take from me. Learn of me. That means, he said, come, let me teach you. Listen to me. Let me teach you. So Paul is echoing the words of Jesus. If truly you have spent time with Jesus and you have learned from him, if truly Jesus has been the one that has been grooming you, if so be that you have heard Christ. He said this is not how you have learned Christ, but if so be that you have learned Christ. What does he say in the next verse? He says you put off concerning the former self put off concerning the former conduct conduct is behavioral pattern there is a behavioral pattern that you had when you were unsaved but these behavioral patterns they are in your soul character you are a, you are clean pure in your spirit but you are a beast in your soul why because of the darkness that is still inside of your soul when Jesus saved you, when Jesus bought you, He bought you with your soul intact, with all the nature, so with all the memories of sin. And this is the reason why it is very important that we stay with Christ and learn. I'm speaking this, to, I'm speaking about the salvation of the soul. Now look at the things that Paul lists out. Put off the former conversation, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. He says, and be renewed in the attitude of your mind. Be renewed. Be renewed in the attitude of your mind. How do you get renewed in the attitude of Christ, of your mind? If so be that you have learned from Christ. If so be that you have heard him there is no man who has lent Christ that will not put on the new man putting on the new man is walking in the newness of mind is walking in a renewed mind putting on the new man is you know a new character that is born by the spirit a new behavioral pattern that is a product of the spirit. He says, we should through the spirit mortify the deeds of the flesh. See, now, it is very important for you to know that the body is the display unit of our character. Our characters are formed in our soul but they are displayed in our body. Our characters are displayed in our relationship in how we deal physically with men. So, how we know the kind of characters we have in our soul is that our bodies will express them. That's why earlier on I spoke about the motions of sin, it is in our body. There is a signature that we put on our body every time we learn a new character every time we learn a new character there is a signature that comes upon our body and that's the reason why we need the blood of jesus every day we need when i say the blood of jesus i mean the cleansing the 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 the, the cleansing by the washing of the water of the by the word the word of god rather not the blood of jesus the blood of jesus has taken away our sins forever but the word of god is what cleanses us of those characters we must subject ourselves the dealings of the Holy Spirit so that our characters can change this we will do till we die this we will do until the Lord calls us home we were called to conform to the image of the Son we were called this is the reason why we stay here on earth this is the reason why we must learn Christ adventure you are listening to me you have a Christian brother or sister who still lives in sin who still has some of these characters that Paul puts in, in, in the scriptures uh, in verse 25 he said, therefore putting away lying let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor for we are members of one another be ye angry and do not sin, and do not let the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Let him who stole steal no more, but rather let him labor with his hands the, what is good, that he may have something to give to him that is in need. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And do not give the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. So we see all these characters in a believer. So it is not strange for us to have these characters in the believer. I want you to know this. It is not a strange thing that these characters are found in a believer. Should not be strange to you, these characters will be there. The believer has to learn Christ to erase them. The blood, the word, the word of God is the water that washes away our bad character. The blood, the word, the word of God is the water that cleanses us of negative character. The word of God is what we need to wash away every negative character. So, we have to be deliberate about a change of character. And how do we change our characters? We learn Christ. Now, one thing you must note is this. I would like to read the scriptures. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. verse 20 the bible says moreover the law entered that the offense might abound but where sin abounded grace abounded much more where sin abounded grace abounded much more verse 6 chapter 6 verse 1 says shall we continue what shall we say then shall we continue in sin that grace may abound this clearly means one thing that the antidote for sin is grace the reason why God gave us grace is so that we can live above sin where sin is much the Bible says grace abounds much more the greater the sin the greater the grace so peradventure here there is a particular sin that you have been struggling with for many years it has a strong hold strong grip on you it's one form of addiction or the other it is something that you have been battling with for years we need much more grace to counter that sin so grace can grow it is possible for grace to grow It is possible for grace to increase. It is possible for grace to multiply. And let me tell you, the scripture says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of, and of Jesus Christ. So, the more of Jesus that you know, the more of grace that you have. And the more of grace that you have, the less sin has grip over you so you want to overcome that sin in your life you want to overcome that part of your life that seems to be very dark you need grace and to increase that grace you need to spend time learning from the lord you need to save spend your time learning from jesus learning of jesus let jesus impart his character into you see if there is so much darkness in a particular place the darker the place, the more the light that we needed to expel the darkness. Yes, grace, grace has effect on sin. But it may not be able to remove all the actions, the motions of sin in your body unless there is sufficient grace for the darkness that is in your body or in your soul so as we learn christ the light of christ begins to illuminate our souls and the sin begins to fade off the darkness that is in your soul begins to fade off we learn christ we depend on him we place faith in him we do not depend on our strength. for salvation did not come by our strength we did not labor for salvation it was a gift that was given to us by god and because salvation is a gift it can only be maintained by the spirit of god salvation is a gift that came by grace the bible says by grace are ye saved through faith not of works that any man to boast so we cannot boast That we received salvation by what we did. Therefore, we cannot sustain salvation by what we will do. Neither can we lose our salvation by what we will do. Because we did not obtain salvation by our works, we cannot lose it by our works. Hallelujah. So I want you to understand that this is God's mindset for you. Learn Christ and the issue of sin in your body and in your soul will be dealt with on a daily basis